pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Resonance 104.4 FM. That was the tone generation. This is One Life Left. Welcome to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. We are the world's favourite video game radio show on FM. Hooray! It's uh, five seconds to one minute past seven. You can set your watch by us these days. Can you? Why? We've got new new software in the studio. Atomic mm. clocks. Yeah, we've got atomic Nuclear clocks out. Clocks. We've got our atomic clocks out. And uh, yeah, we start bang on seven and we get kicked off at eight. Ooh. So let's do this. I bet medium wave stations only have wind-up Cuckoo yeah, clock. A bit ambiguous, aren't they? Yeah. It's like, what's the time? It's a Can't bow. tell through the whistling. It's I'm Steve Curran. Hello, Steve Curran. Who are you? I'm Simon Byron. And I'm Anne Scantlebury. It's perfect. Together we are. One life left, and for the next hour, we're going to be taking you through the last two weeks of video game news. Two weeks. We've been away for one week. Three. Which means we've got two weeks worth of features to be doing Have as well. We? Twice what? the fun. And that's two weeks worth of game playing reviews. Good. And uh, you listeners out there, you can get involved. Uh, we're accepting tweets. <laughs> we're currently accepting tweets. Why? Because the rest of the week we're like a bit off limits. <laughs> yeah. Well, that means we've got Twitter open now, so you can tweet us at One Life Left. Uh, there's our, our chat room is open. Uh, I think it's at tinyurl forward slash ol chats. If it's tinyurl.com. If not, someone's just put that on Twitter. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and if you don't know where we're on, on Twitter, we've linked to it from Facebook. And if you're not on Facebook, well, step into the 21st century, <laughs> exactly. brother. <laughs> On Monday, the 5th of September, I'm Anne Scantlebury, and this is the news. 
Sony has accused Microsoft's content policy of dumbing down games. Speaking to industry gamers, Sony's Rob Dyer claimed Microsoft's third-party guidelines are in place to protect an inferior technology and are holding back publishers who want to launch on PSN as well as Xbox Live Arcade. By stating that any multi-platform XBLA releases must be launched at least simultaneously and have at least the same features and content, Dyer believes Microsoft is stopping consumers seeing innovative content. This will end well, we're sure. Well, it probably will end well. I mean, it won't end well. It'll end unsatisfactorily. It'll end abruptly, like like the news yeah. bed. I think mm. it won't end. It won't end. It'll go on forever. It's just That's petulance on behalf. of words. So, I didn't quite understand that. They were say- so, the man so, from Sony says um, Xbox are dumbing down games by insisting that all games are the same. Yes, all games released on PlayStation Network and XPLA are the same. Um, and he's saying, if you just released on PSN, then you could do loads of stuff. It'd be amazing, it'd be creative and innovative. But no, Microsoft is saying you can't do that. It's, uh, it's saying that if, you are, if you're planning a simultaneous release, yes. then you have to release yep. at the same time, or with the 360 version first. first, and with the same features of the PSN version. If you don't do that, then Got Microsoft... That. Microsoft will reserve the right to turn down um, your release for publication. I still don't understand his argument. So the Sony guy's argument, I think it pertained to the amount of data on sort of on uh, on, on dumbing down though. Uh, Blu- I think he talks about uh, HD graphics and Blu-ray. Was so anyone actually can- listening to this man? <laughs> I was listening to Anne, and I sort of skimmed through the story right. earlier because it basically it's an annoying story. Too long, didn't listen. Microsoft have um, have done something quite clever because people are petrified of losing the rights to publish yes. on that because for so long it was so far out in front. Sony have caught them up a bit now, but even so, you don't want to lose half of your potential revenue if you're developing a multi-platform game. No. So um, Microsoft has said, well, guys, you've just got to be fair to us. You've just got to release at the same time. Or first. We don't mind if you do it first. And it's a good business move. It really is. And it must be frustrating for Sony because it's difficult to imagine. You can try fighting back. Sure, but then they they sort of fight back with their pub fund, don't they? Where they they go, come to us first then and people like the the Joe Danger men say, okay. Mm -hmm. They do. And then they can't publish on yeah, Microsoft, but and got, maybe but they've got guaranteed money from the Sony people. Uh, yes, uh, choices. What would you do, Anne? What um, format would you release on? I would release on all formats, unsimultaneously. <laughs> Nintendo's Satoru Iwata doesn't want anyone thinking the Wii U is casual. He's hoping that the new console will succeed with core gamers where its predecessor failed, with a new control system and HD graphics. Bossman Iwata believes Nintendo's casual perception is all psychological and they'll have no trouble catering to the toughest audience. If you don't want people to think your Wii U is casual, you best tell it to sit up straight and take off its hoodie. It's all in your head, Simon. You thinking that the Wii is rubbish? Apparently so. Yeah. You must have made a mistake. Go you back. should go and see someone think about that. I did think about turning on the Wii this uh, because uh, there's a new release in, in the eShop this Fishing week. it out from the bottom of the canal. Yeah. Um, uh, well, I, I, was, I, was, uh, I was sort of duped because um, it's 3D Pixel Racers is out this week. Right, and okay. I assumed, well, it's, it's my, it's a my, it looks like a, it's if Minecraft made a racing game. Quite cute. Yeah, so the cars are made of box and all that. Okay. Sort of, so it's quite, looks quite cute. 
I initially thought that um, it was going to be on the 3DS because it's called 3D Pixel Racer. And mm-hmm. I've been on lots of videos. It's a Wii game. So I thought, oh. So I haven't got, thought, gone, oh, that looks quite good. I might buy that for my 3DS. I then had to, I then had to admit that I'd consider buying it on Wii. Otherwise, I'd be gaming racist, <gasps> wouldn't I? <laughs> you would? Yes. I, well, don't like the look at that on Wii then. I mm. might like look on that 3DS. So maybe I'll do that. Who knows? I how do you buy a game from the, uh, from the Wii shop? Do you have to still mess around with points? No idea. No that's, idea. That's, that's casual. Is it what's, what's, what's a hardcore form of money? Um, you have to pay in blood. Yeah. Do you think you download <laughs> more content? You just have to post off your heart. <laughs> so why do you think this is? Why do you think Nintendo have decided, um, oh, okay, we, we're not interested in the casual. The casual that made all of exactly. their money the, what, last generation. The, why why there have they gone back? There are more people... Yeah, there are hardcore plus one <laughs> equals mainstream. I don't know. Are they, yeah, what's the matter with that? It, I think... Are they mental? Well, I guess they must... <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, like, the hardcore are the most vocal, and so Nintendo... Mm. Maybe Nintendo reads, you know, Kotaku and stuff, and they go, oh, why oh, don't you... Maybe they listen to One Life Left and they want to know why your Wii's at the bottom of a canal. I don't talk about anything. You're the one that keeps bringing it up. Sorry, Nintendo. Yeah. Sony is having twins in the weirdest way. The company will release two new PlayStation-certified tablets, one in September and one in November. They have snazzily been named Tablet S and Tablet P. Both will be able to access the PlayStation suite to download elderly PS1 games, as well as getting Android games and apps. One Life Left is looking forward to the first real-life baby twins to be named after the tablets. You like your tablets, don't you? I do, yeah. I don't like them from playing PlayStation games on, though. Um, like, yeah. That's a shame. Basically, I feel I'm like... I don't play PlayStation games on my tablet. I've got no need to play. If I want to play PlayStation games, I'll play them on on a on a gaming. How much format. does it? How much do you think it costs to buy a PlayStation these days? I bet you could pick one up from eBay for about thirty pounds. I bet less than that. Okay, well, I reckon charity shop for well, a tenner. No, I bet you couldn't buy one on eBay for thirty for less than thirty pounds. I bet I couldn't because I don't have an eBay account. Well, and also I would just bid yours up. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I All would, of them. I would bid yours up. Whatever you're bidding on, I'd make you pay. I'd get twenty nine ninety nine. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know whether people really want to be. I want a tablet. Do you see the prices of these things? They seem to be priced around the price of an iPad, I think. Yeah, um, and it's just awkward playing video games on them. Mm. I think somebody, I was reading someone on the internet uh, recently, and they said any game that has a virtual touchpad on it, which uh, these tablets will do, um, is a format not suited to gaming, and that's absolutely right. Uh, why what, so you... it'll have a little, uh, like, touchscreen... It'll have, on the it'll have pretend control. So you're, oh. yeah, I know. So wait, you're saying? Can you imagine how ludicrous this sounds. You're saying an iPhone is not suited to gaming. No, I'm saying it's not suited for PlayStation games. PlayStation right? so, games. So sort of okay. like virtual touch. No, no, no. I agree. Yeah. So. Uh, so you, you know. want to move the little men with your finger? You don't want to touch a button, a pretend button. You don't want to pretend that you're, uh, you're, you're operating a D-pad or anything like that. Do you? It's all about swiping and pinching and zooming now, Anne, isn't it? <laughs> and it's it's one of these Sony Sony tablets, the one with the. Double screen? Yes. yes is it is, yeah. yeah. We uh, don't... Tablet P. Is it? Yeah, is it? it's well, the one that's coming out in November. It? Yeah, we have to wait for that. So, like, it's, it's like a massive DS. <laughs> <laughs> I know, ridiculous, isn't it? Didn't, so, didn't Nintendo release a massive <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, No one's told Sony. Players won't be able to shoot civilians in Battlefield 3. That's according to DICE's Patrick Bach. Speaking to Rock Paper Shotgun, he said, If you put the player in front of a, a choice where they can do good things or bad things, they will do bad things. Go dark side, because people think it's cool to be naughty, they won't be caught. This is the kind of thinking we needed during the riots. Hopefully the government is working on a way to eliminate choice as we speak. 
Wow. Did you? What has the internet had to say about this? Uh, I didn't really look further. You would have to be like you would have to be insane to to be angry at the fact you can't shoot civilians, yeah. wouldn't you? I, uh, I really want to. No, I, I really know. like no, it. No, but I bet people go, you should give me the choice at least. Yeah, but then if we give you the choice, you shouldn't shoot p- innocent people. Oh, uh, but I might not. Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> no, this is double bluff. Like, look, this, just, this, this just makes it easy for everybody, doesn't it? But while I agree with his language there, yep. especially pertaining to the audience of Battlefield 3, which I believe to be predominantly in the adolescent male category you believe what the shooty shooty civilians shooty teens yeah um i wonder how they've reacted to being told we're not going to let you do it because we know what you'll do yeah a bit of a parental style i I bet they read that went no um yeah but it's all right kids because you'll be able to play modern warfare 3 let's let's imagine what that's going to let you do not because it's trying to cause controversy or anything like that but you know just freedom of choice it's just a freedom of choice. Like, if we give you an orphanage <laughs> and, and a knife, right, you know, that's just up to you. Just, it's not for us to tell you what to do. And finally, some people shouldn't be left unsupervised with a keyboard and an internet connection. Platinum Games' Hideki Kamiya said Bayonet fans sent Bayonet fans going mental when he tweeted that the game would be in Game Magazine this week. Platinum's Atsushi Inaba cleared things up by saying there is no such announcement and warned that some of Kamiya's tweets have jokes that push the limit. We do not understand the joke and we feel that we have been lied to. Is this new story just so people could explain what's going on to us? Yes. How are they going to do that? Uh, no, he he just went on and was like, yeah, it's coming out in uh, in a magazine this week. And everyone was like, really? Oh, that's so exciting. And then someone else came on and went, uh, no, lol, no, punked. That, that was just a joke. Right, okay. Doesn't it's not a very like good joke. joke. No, it doesn't sound like a good joke. How did Hayley from Coronation Street react to this? I don't... What? I don't get it. No, oh, so I, I'm, I'm, I made an ill-advised joke on Twitter on April the first, and I got called an idiot by Haley from Coronation Street. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah, I did. That's true. I did. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, she was furious about this. <laughs> so, uh, so what's the game? Uh, Bayonetta. Uh, Bayonetta. Who? Didn't you call it Bayonetta? She did. Story? She called it Bayonetta. The A silent yes, exactly. no, I was, I was yeah. writing down then, um, Steve. So, for oh, okay. Feedback. Feedback after. <laughs> feedback after the show. Exactly. Okay. Thanks, Anne. One life left. Video game news with Anne Scantlebury.
Listening to One Life Left across London on Resonance 104.4 FM and across the internet on www.resonancefm.com. That is the voice of Anne Scantlebury giving you all the information you need. She did the news. I've done it. Did well, didn't you? Um, D Bot 74 has taken advantage of our um, invitation to tweet us oh, where we're accepting tweets. We he are says, accepting. Um, One Life Left, uh, at One Life Left, have you played Groove Coaster yet? If not, and you like J pop, then you should. Um, Yes, I do, and I have, is, is the answer. If you've got any more questions or tweets <laughs> um, whilst we're accepting them, tweet us. At one I've left. In the background, you can hear Trey Frey, and this is 304444. 304,444. I mean, there are many ways you can say the title, but it's brilliant. It's <laughs> my review. Uh, we are going to be doing something a little bit 8-bit related at Nottingham Game City. So we've settled on the title, have we, or not? I think so. I think we'll be calling it... Uh, One Life Left presents 8-Bit Karaoke, we think. We think, Maybe. we think. Probably. Well, if we were talking, like, cause historically we've done, like, we did One Night Left, One Laugh, laugh left. left. What was one where you were in a bed? One Sleep Left. <laughs> <laughs> one Snooze Left. <laughs> one one Nap Left. Yeah. <laughs> What did we call that what one? Was that? Oh, that was just a party. <laughs> <laughs> Fun times. Guys, come around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We could have a nap. Be, be all right. <laughs> you wouldn't get that off Radio 5 Live, man, would you? <laughs> we're going to see him soon, actually, aren't we? Um, yeah. So, yeah, we were going to call it One Song Left. One Line Left. One Line Left, which we thought implied some, that we were going to do some drugs. <laughs> didn't we? Yeah. Or did we think that? Did, and did no, you I think, didn't actually think that. I, I thought you thought that, no. that, that we were going to... No, and I, I don't is... think about drugs, <laughs> <laughs> so I just uh, I just thought it didn't maybe make me think of karaoke. One line left. One line. It made me think of comedy again. Right. Mm. One injection. <laughs> so we settled on One Life Left presents Eight Bit Karaoke. We think so. Yeah. It it just explains to you what's going on. We are One Life Left. It will invite people to come and see us. Uh, <laughs> they'll see that and they'll go. Oh, oh, I see. It's One Life Left, and they'll be presenting 8-Bit Karaoke, which means, I assume, these will be 8-Bit versions of classic karaoke songs yeah. with the lyrics rewritten to pertain to video games. Yeah. Yeah, and if we called it One Line Left, we might get a lot of undesirables. <laughs> <laughs> it is Nottingham, isn't it? So we don't want any of that. Uh, yeah, you go and see Eurogamer for, the, uh, for that sort of stuff. Allegedly. So if you've been no, listening... Definitely. <laughs> Allegedly, definitely. Yeah. So if you've been listening to One Life Left over the last uh, few weeks, you'll know that we have been soliciting Full invites. <laughs> yeah. Uh, soliciting contributions to this. We are going to rewrite the lyrics, but also if you want to do that, you can contribute some. And we've had a contribution this week, haven't Cat. we? Cat! Uh, Cat Stevens. Uh, Friend of the show, Cat Stevens. F-O-T-S, Cat Stevens, says... Um, we should get some badges done, shouldn't we, actually? What, say Friend, of yeah. Friend of the Fox. show? Friend of the show. You can be a Fots. It doesn't sound the best. It does sound the best. I think we should look into that. Uh, she says, hello, team, and super special guest, which was, uh, as it transpires, optimistic. 
We were going to have. <laughs> we came quite close to guests, didn't we? We did two, two guests. We had two dropouts. Did you? Uh, one was going to be. One was actually going to be super special. Um, and the other one was going to be super special as well. Well, well, if both no, of them are listening, yeah, they don't know which is which, do they? <laughs> By the way, it was you. It was you. Uh, Kat says, I've been playing uh, podcast catch-up over the past few weeks, and I think I'm finally up to date. Some cracking shows lately, she lies. Anyway, to celebrate, I've written you a song, exclamation mark. Well, written some badly fitting game-related words to somebody else's song. Anyway, I hope nobody else has done the Proclaimers already, and I hope you like it, she says. Amazing. So she how are we going to do this? Are we going to do this now? Well, you know who's not sung yet, Steve, don't you? You. Yeah. I sung lots on Thursday. Oh, you were there as well. Yeah. Um, so he's not sung on, on the, the show. Shows. I haven't sung, th- sung on the show. Do you want to give this a shot? I, I really don't, no. <laughs> I want to save my voice for the uh, the night of the... When is it? 29th? Is that 20... Britney plus one. It's Britney plus one. I think she's playing lots of dates yeah, in London. Yeah, she is now. now. I believe it's Friday, October the 29th. I think. I am almost certain that is the, the date. Well, Friday, October the 29th. Book your trains and your hotel. Well, are we going to need hotel rooms? Because we're going to go from there to the. To the uh, after party. Yeah. And then, then the hotel lobby. So somebody, at least one person needs to get a hotel okay. room so we can have their lobby. Um, and yeah, are we, so do we, I mean, this is good. This is about, so it's the proclaimers doing uh, 500 miles, um, but it's I don't a, know, it might be difficult without backing music. Well, yeah. And I thought you were just going to burst into it. And a lack of talent. Um, it's very good, though, but also we shouldn't spoil the that's song, the thing, should we? That's the thing. So this, uh, this is good enough to go onto the, like a defo on the plane, oh, okay. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You're on the list, Cat. Cat Stevens, you're on Fots. the list. <laughs> you're a fot. Fotsy? No, because if they're just a fot, they're friend of the. Yeah. yeah. Friend of, yeah. Friend I said fotsy. Oh. Friend of, friend of the show, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, yes. while you're thinking about the songs, just look at the top 50 karaoke songs ever and uh, do one of those. While you're looking at the songs, and you can suggest ones that you'd like us to do. Are you talking to me or are you talking to, to that, the members what? of the public? <laughs> you can also suggest, but right. for the benefit of the public, you can suggest songs you'd like us to cover in a video game style. You can do it yourself, or you can suggest to us. Uh, you can do that by team at onelifeleft.com or by tweeting at onelifeleft. The top-selling game that is out and actually available to buy is Zumba Fitness on the Wii. However, a game I doubt will be seeing making its way up the charts anytime soon is Slavery the Game. The interweb nets have recently been mightily jostled about the potential presence of a game that is all about being a slave trader. However, it looks increasingly likely it's just a kind of tasteless trolling. It's quite remarkable that someone would go to all the trouble for releasing such a professional-looking mock-up trailer for a non-existent game. Which leads you to wonder if it is in fact some kind of cunning marketing plan to gain interest for something else later. However, it does raise the subject as to what could possibly be allowable as a game. In the end, is it not just a game and people should be allowed to play it if they're old enough to understand the subject matter appropriately? It's not like it's easy to follow in the footsteps in 17th century slave trader these days. Considering in some other games are allowed and possibly sometimes encouraged to do acts of brutality against others, are they not as sick as the idea of a game based on slavery? 
I find myself thinking that somehow slave trade is different as it's something that did happen and affected the lives of so many unfortunate people. But then I do wonder if it amounts to a double standard. Is one virtual act of brutality any worse than any other? It's all in a virtual world, so what does it matter? Gamers frequently try to argue that violent games do not make violent people, so therefore playing a slave trader game does not necessarily make you want to be a slave trader. However, this would cause so much offence there's no way Microsoft or Sony would allow a game like this to be released due to the obvious backlash. And considering the trailer mentions PS3 and 360, it would certainly imply fakery. In fact, my going on about it here is only allowing them to succeed with getting the attention they clearly wanted. Oops. Anyway, I'm Derek Williams and I'm still enslaved to the production of my free market economy. Derek Williams, star of One Life Left, exclusive to One Life Left. You won't hear that voice anywhere else. Oh. Yeah, oh. What's happened, guys? Oh, Derek. What? Oh, Derek. He's done something else again, hasn't he? Derek? Yeah. No, I doubt it, because he'll have read his contract. He keeps going off-map. Yeah, off-contract. Maybe he's trying to tell us something. What's he done this week? He's on, he's on another show somewhere else, I think. Somebody tweeted us, didn't they, I noticed... <sighs> oh, we're not going to give it the oxygen of publicity, though, Steve, are we? No, not like Derek did to Slave I don't trade. know, what was it called? <laughs> I honestly can't remember. Okay. Yeah, I, I, thought, I, was, I thought you were building to a joke. No, 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 no. no. no um, I can't remember either. Anyway, Derek, consider this your final warning. No, I tell you what, Derek. No, do try and get on the ra- on that Radio Five show. Oh God, yeah, please. Yes. <laughs> Derek, cut the that's, idea. That's your, that's your stealth. Let's put this in his head, Derek. Hey, Derek. Derek, come here. Derek, <laughs> pop your top off. <laughs> <laughs> Can you get on the Radio Five show for us, please? Be really funny. Thanks. Okay, bye. Um. So yes, what else has been going on? Well. Well, it's a big, big my, weekend, wasn't my it? My Twitter stream lit up this weekend. Did it? It did. Though. Did with it? With something called CODEXP. Right. CODEXP. That's an acronym convention, Codex. was it? And I thought, what's CODEXP? CODEXP. But it thought of that. Reminds, reminds me of something we're not allowed to say. Oh, yeah. Codblops. Blop, yeah. Codblops. It's probably to do with Codblops, and it was. Oh. CODEXP, it turns out, is uh, the Call of Duty... Experience. XP. XP. Right. Uh, and where was this then? Uh, this was in Los Angeles. Los Angeles, California. I believe that's how you say it. Los right. Angeles. So this was the first time this sort of thing had been held. I thought that sounds very exciting. I guess people really care about Call of Duty enough to go all the way to Los Angeles. Right. Uh, did you go? I didn't go. Anne, were you there? No. Big I've... event though. Why weren't you there, Anne? I wasn't invited. Oh. Someone's slipped up, haven't yeah, they? big time. So, what was it then, uh, exactly? Um, I, I don't understand. Well, what it, do you... It, I, I tell you what, so it's I, already okay. happened. What, it, what would it have been if, if you'd been in charge? Okay, yeah. okay. So remember, this is a celebration of Call of Duty. And it's called Experience. Yeah, it's, it's about so the experience. So I imagine it's something like a theme park where you can go on um, rides and shoot... Um, Oh, you, maybe you go through an airport ride. You probably do. <laughs> Imagine. And you get to shoot actual <laughs> civilian humans. Um, like, just stuff like that. And maybe they get some real war heroes in to show you how you do it. Mm, yeah. um, some, like, tutorials and stuff. And obviously, uh, this is to promote future games as well. Yes, and also the army. 
and the army. So you'll have a stall for the army yes. there saying, come and sign up to us. So anybody who's good at the experience can sign up and do it in real life. Straight away. Maybe you'll need someone explaining what future games are. Maybe a man in a top hat and a megaphone. Oh, yeah. Shouting about Call of Duty, the next one. Shall we... Shall I tell you exactly how it, what happened? Also, something for the ladies. What would you have for the ladies? Um, just like pink... Pink. Guns. Pink guns. Yeah. And fluffy pink guns. Wow. And take that. Oh, yeah. And take that. Singing. Um, pro, uh, like, relight my fire. My fire. <laughs> of course. And, and then shoot it. Well, it sounds like a lot of fun in your world, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, it'd be brilliant. So here's, um, I mean, obviously we weren't there, but, um, this is from, uh, GameSpy? GameSpy is right up here. GameSpy powered by Wait, IGN. Wait, uh, why were GameSpy invited and we were not? I think, well, because I think, I think they're Americans. Oh, uh. So, uh, this is how it opened, right? So, this, this sort of big event, fun, as you say, should be sort of theme parky, whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, Activision Publishing, Publishing CEO Eric Hirschberg opened the show on Friday morning with a keynote presentation. Was he juggling? No, he was, he was a man torches. wearing jeans and a jacket <laughs> standing on a Behind a Call of Duty maybe, logo. Maybe he's presenting the, the safety aspects of going on one of the rides. That's right, yes. You need, <laughs> need to be safe. So he said, he said, um, not in an American accent, he said, baseball has its season. Right. That is Football fact. has its season. Yes, it does. That's said. fact. But then CEO Eric Hirschberg said, but come November, it's Call of Duty time. Well, so he said, he said, two things have got seasons and then it's time. Doesn't a season include time? I don't know. It just seems like a really weird thing to say. It does. Like, yeah. A, a and s- also, did he mean American football or, or like... He means American football. He didn't specify oh, it. Rubbish. Um, do you want to see some... Look, look, and then, is this how you imagine it, Anne? So here's a picture of the man. This is from MTV UK. who wrapped up Call of Duty XP in pictures. Um, oh, thank God for MTV and it's, UK. Yeah. It just starts off with... A man standing up in front of a load right. of other that men. That doesn't look like a very good experience. And then some more men stood up. Was it take that? No, they're men, and then they sat around talking about the game. Oh my goodness. How many people went to this? Oh, and then some men played, no, sorry, some people played. Uh, live, they played it live And then other people guns. queued up. Anyway, but the point of this is, um, there was, there's been quite a few gaming events. In fact, this year, unprecedented in terms of, uh, like, even even the little old UK is uh, is getting a few... Obviously, it had Insomnia 43, the weekend before last, mm. the Glastonbury Video Games. Coming I've... up in a couple of weeks, it's Game Fest. Game Fest? Fest. I love, a fe- I love a any fest. fest anyway, but hey, Game Fest... Whoa. Baseball has its seasons... Football has its season. Come couple of weeks, games having its fest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's in Birmingham. Um, and then the week after that, it's Eurogamer Expo. I love to expo. Football has its seasons. <laughs> Baseball has its seasons. But come end of September, Eurogamer's having its expo. And then there's, at the end of October, Game City. Football has its season. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Baseball has its season. <laughs> yes. The end of October... <laughs> Karaoke, yeah, has its has its time. Has, has its time of them. Um, it's been quite funny watching the uh, the events sort of try and outdo each other though, um, because they all pretend that they, that they don't care, right? So like, you, 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 I think you were a gamer um, ages ago. Went, yeah, we sold out tickets on Saturday, and you're going, all right, okay, fine. it's no big deal, it's no biggie, it's no big deal. And then game goes well. Battlefield 3 is going to be here, and then you're going to go, well, but, uh, PlayStation Vita is going to be at ours. You're like, what are you saying? Does it matter? But you know who was at Codexp? Codsbox. Codexp. Uh, <laughs> Kanye. See, he was there, wasn't what he? What the what? 
What the what? What, so Kanye turned up and a man just did a presentation in front of him. If I was Kanye, I would would throw some kind of fit at that. Kanye does not like to be unentertained. Kanye did a... Kanye closed the event with a set. Oh, Mm. that's where the... So you start with a man in a suit finish with Kanye West. So I guess you're setting expectations yeah. at the start. You're saying, guys, it's very formal, business-like. We're just going to sit here. We're going to tell you about pie charts. Right. Pie charts and figures. No chance of Kanye. Wait! Look! Look who it Look is! Look who it is! It's Kanye, Kanye again. West! Did he come out of a cake? Apparently his set was perfunctory, as if he had been paid. <laughs> Thank you for all of your letters over the last two weeks. Yeah, all. When we say all, a minimal amount. In fairness, I think that last week's question, or sorry, two weeks ago question, was not the best. What was it? It was, what would you put on the One Life Left t-shirt? Uh, there were a couple of answers um, on Twitter. Um, Broken Key said, on an OLL, OLL t-shirt, he says. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, my other t-shirt is from Eurogamer, he said. Uh, Baskin's Wish says, tops off. I'm not sure that's a suggestion as to what, but, or just what he wants us to do. <laughs> Maybe both. We are all yours. Um, Broken Key got a little bit... Uh, Confused though, because uh, when we asked for letters, he was like, oh, "But is there is there a subject that we have to write in?" Like, you know, use your imagination. See, we've conditioned people to expect a subject. We will need a su- subject. Well, like this man here, um, Juan Bellon Perez said, "Hi, I am an indie games developer. I'm currently developing two games for I- iOS, arcade, and RPG. I'm interested in hearing something about you guys. Learn is my goal. Salute from Spain. I love Spain." Salute. Salute! Although that sounds like um, Italian. So, yeah, if only if there was a way of hearing about us guys. If only, if only like... Like, specifically uh, like hearing. hearing. Yeah, I wonder how he'd do. I'm stumped. Yeah. Uh, we have a letter here from Ben Brown. Ben Brown says, Dear OLL team and possible super special guest, for as long as I can remember, games have been my greatest passion. I spent many years not only playing games, what else has he been doing with games? Experiencing them with a man in a suit doing a presentation. (laughs) That's right, he's been studying them as well. And he believes that games have the possibility to be the most influential and meaningful medium in existence. True story. So he wants to make games, Ben, but the only problem is he's terrible at anything even resembling coding. He's at university studying illustration. But he's had a breakthrough. Right. He's had a breakthrough. Past few months, he's used his time off uni to force himself into learning. And finally, you can say he's producing a full game of his own, simple platformer. Very much doubts it'll do anything to impress people, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't Because he's got one question for one life left, and that question is this. Do we believe that a single person with a passion for creating games has the ability to make a game that is truly meaningful and enjoyable, despite the limitations they may have? No. Yes. <laughs> so I get the, the signing vote? Yeah. And I say yes. Of course you do. Of course, of course you, you do. do. There are so many uh, ways of making games these days, so many people who are interested in making games as well, that even if you don't have the ability to y- yourself... Uh, you don't need all the abilities, do you? There's, you um... can find all kinds of things that can help you. Uh, game makers are brilliant these days. Flixel, if you've got some skills. Friend of the show. Fox. Right. Adam Atomic. 
Microflixel. It's a brilliant, brilliant tool to help you make games. And there are many, many other ways of doing it, so I don't think that should be a limiting factor at all. This man's made a game, though, has he? This man has is in the process of okay, making a well, game. Okay, well, do keep us posted. Yes, do And do we that, will then. give you the oxygen of publicity. We will. Yeah. Who, who are we withholding the oxygen from? Strangling the oxygen of publicity out of. Derek, we need to do that a bit. Oh, yeah. Not entirely. Just like, squeeze just, him. You know, it was, it was Derek's. It's the other thing. It's, it's almost a, it's a hug. Derek's. It's just a <laughs> hug, isn't it? Yeah. It's just a hug against your larynx. <laughs> <laughs> um, hello, team, says Nick. All right, um, Nick. Hello, Nick. Nick. Uh, I was struggling. Oh, he's talking about how to fix Nintendo, which is good. I thought we'd fix Nintendo. Yeah, like, but he he's, he listens overseas, so he's behind us in terms of time. Oh, time zone, no, isn't fair it? Enough. And we shouldn't cut out our overseas listeners. Which, of course we shouldn't, Because no. of time. Yeah. Because football has its seasons. <laughs> <laughs> and our overseas listeners will have their time. Uh, I was struggling to come up with an argument for or against Nintendo in response to your request for letters, as I haven't even contemplated their future in months. Sad to say, I last powered on my Wii to play Little King's story and I got uh, tired of Pokemon White about two weeks after importing it. However, Chris Pruitt seems to have have publicly answered you on obscure gaming blog Kotaku. 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 And I have to say, I agree with him. Nintendo is the only hardware developer willing to take chances nowadays, and if that means they occasionally have to get mud on their face thanks to oddball concepts, I'd much rather rather give that Nintendo my hard-earned currency than one making some vanilla-flavoured console to stand next to the chocolate and strawberry that are the (laughs) MPS3. That's lovely That's turn brilliant. of phrase. Uh, all that being said, I'd love to see some new intellectual property coming out of their camp instead of regurgitating old ones. Wow. Keep up the good work. Cheers. Nick. Thanks, Nick. Uh, yeah, because Star Fox is out on Friday, isn't it? I'll be going about that. Um, sensible Mad Man. Me an excited noise. Oh, I've never heard that one before. Oh. Really get excited. Uh, sensible Mad Man has said on Twitter, um, he says, uh, his One Life t-shirt would be a little 7 out of 10 logo on a polo shirt where the polo guy would be. That's a very nice good idea. idea. That sounds classy. Did we ask... We have asked somebody to make us t-shirts. We, we haven't. They said they would. They're what? just waiting for us to... Okay. Come and he's get involved. Our gems. friend's bag of bees. Bag of bees. Uh, so we will do something. We need a topic for next week. And I think we should ask people... Because we've talked a lot about gaming festivals, haven't we? Yes, fest if you had, XBs. If you could make a, a U-Fest... Yeah. Or, no, actually, Games an Ol-Fest... Right. One Life Left Fest. Yes. What would be at your perfect Ol-Fest? And then we'll get on it. We'll do it. For Christmas. Next, yeah. Maybe we'll have Christmas Ol-Fest because... Football has a season. <laughs> it does. Yeah. <laughs> and so on. If you want to email us, please email. Team at onelifeleft.com. Or you can tweet at us. At onelifeleft.
listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. We're a show about video games. I'm Steve Curran. It's still Steve Curran. I'm still Simon Byron. I am now Ron Burgundy. <laughs> In the background, you can hear the brilliant Electric Children and Smiletron. This is a song called Spring Retrospective. As with all of our music, almost all of our music, you can find it at 8-Bit Collective, 8BC.org. Thrown there because we couldn't remember what we're doing. <laughs> no, uh, social engagement. If we agreed to come to your event, can you remind us when that, what it is, and when it is? Because we're sure we should be doing something. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, uh, yeah, we definitely, we definitely committed <laughs> to something. <laughs> we're not sure when it is. <laughs> we all assumed someone else was writing it down. So, uh, yeah. and if you're a PA. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I can't, I can't recall, I can't recall. But we'll see you there. We will see you there. Uh, we will see you there. In the meantime, um, while we try and work out our schedule, this is Dr. Avatar. Twenty-one hundred hours. Doctor Avatar emergency dictation for patient Auditore da Firenze, comma Ezio. The patient was admitted with a puncture wound of the frontal cranial vault. At present, the six-inch hot pink stiletto heel used to perform this impromptu craniotomy is still protruding from the patient's skull. Glasgow coma score six. Twenty-three hundred hours. Artificial bone has been employed to stop Mr. Auditore's bleeding. Apparently, this so-called masterful assassin attempted to steal from one of the prostitutes here in Pixel City. I suppose he doesn't expect them to retaliate, gaudy footwear in hand, where he's from. He has been started on intravenous antibiotics to prevent infection of the compound injury. Oh, 0300 hours. After failing to successfully return the $4 he stole, it appears that the cranial injury to the patient was more extensive than initially surmised. With Mr. Auditore unable to recover his long-term memory, he has simply returned to the hospital. Or perhaps this is just a contrivance so that he'll need to relearn all his abilities for his next outing. An indication for patient Auditore da Firenze, comma, Ezio. That's Dr. Avatar. Each week, he looks at a different gaming character and explains exactly how they've been injured. Good work. It's kind of traumatic. Really? I thought we were going to do some reviews. What did we do bad? We haven't done anything bad. Yeah, about that. So going into the review section reminded me. Right, what? We had an incident. And I haven't told you guys because I didn't want you to worry over our little holiday. Um, we had a letter. Right. Is this true? Yes. This is one of your jokes. No, no, no. This is not a joke. Okay. A, a joke in air quotes. Right. No, uh, you might remember our review section from the last show. Uh, do you remember what you reviewed? No, right. So this is about me, is it? No, I'm, oh, okay. I'm just asking. I don't remember what don't I reviewed. Do you remember what you reviewed? No, I reviewed The Heist. The Heist. What yeah. platform was that on? Uh, this one. Yeah. I... It was iOS. We had an iOS special, I think. Did we? Yeah. You did something on iOS as well. Yeah, that sounds like me. And I, I said I hadn't played anything, and suddenly I remembered yes, I had. You did. Remember I played Siege Hero? Yes. And went off on one a bit. 
<laughs> do you remember? I do what, remember, What yeah. went off on one about? Uh, yes. Hero. It, having hero in the name. That was part of it, because I was fed up of these tawdry rip-offs on platforms. Yeah. Because Siege Hero, I explained, was a no-nonsense, shameless rip-off of Angry Birds. Right. Turns out it's not true. Oh, no. Gosh. So I had a really, really nice letter. Um, oh, that's the worst way. I know, that's the worst I know thing. from one of the developers that, to explain oh. that actually... Oh, they came out before Angry Birds. Siege here is a follow-up to a game of theirs that came out before Angry Birds and that Angry Birds subsequently was inspired by. And then Angry Birds obviously went on to become the famous one. Oh, no. And, and you know that he's had to write that letter a few times. I know. Yeah, and he's still polite about oh, no, it as so well. polite, so polite, so polite. So this is what, what we've established, though, is that Angry Birds is a rip-off. Well, I, you know, he didn't Exclusive. say rip-off and I wouldn't say rip-off either. I would say I that would it was well, influence. Yeah, shameless. Influence. Influence. Angry sheets. We all learn from each other as we are developing angry. games. If and I was that man, Angry I would, Birds... I'd if I was that man, I'd, I'd be angry that Angry Birds... Are, <laughs> I would. I'd be writing going in all caps going, they just took what we did. Yeah. Well, I just want to say sorry. What I also want to say is this won't affect our score... For the game, I think you should dump no, it up. No, we can't. We can't do that. So, seven out of ten. left on Resonance 104.4 FM. Now it's time for new reviews. Simon, what have you been playing this week? Hello, hello, I have been playing uh, the current Nintendo DS number one game, Inazuma 11. Or, for our Japanese listeners, well... I don't know what is it in Japanese. I don't know. I, thought, I just thought you were going to go Inazuma. Ah, uh, no. Um, but the but the has it got a different title? No, but the, but the song but the song goes like this. Okay. When, when you turn it on, it goes, Hey, ho, stand up, stand up if you love football. And I stand up. <laughs> no, I do. I do a little stand up because I love football. And I love Inazuma Eleven. It's so good. Um, it is. Uh, it's an old game, actually. It transpires. I think this was, it was released in Japan a while ago. I finally made it to these shores. Um, 
And Angry Birds ripped it off. <laughs> uh, it didn't. <laughs> but probably did. Uh, no, it's, um, it's a Japanese football role-playing game. Uh, so it's, it's a game of two halves. Um, one half is like a really simple uh, role-playing adventure where you have to go and assemble members for your team and... Uh, build up your stats and train and all of that sort of stuff. Um, it's been criticised on the internet for being a bit too obvious, the RPG element, in that you're, what you need to do next is so clearly signposted, but that's fine. It just means that you can get from A to B quicker, right? You know, mm. rather than We're going busy people. We are busy. Thank you. Um... And, and it's fine, but the real, but the best bits are the uh, are the battles or the sort of mini football matches, which come in two flavours: uh, a four aside, uh, which is usually over fifteen seconds, where you get sort of simple objectives. Uh, it might be two fifteen s- seconds worth of football. Well, yeah. So like the, the, the very quick battles, uh, where you might be asked to score the first goal um, or to get the ball off the other team and stuff like that. Um, and and then the main battles are eleven aside, which sort of strangely take place over 30 minutes game time 30 minutes a half um and yeah so it's like a like a little real-time strategy football thing with your players that you've got you've been training up on their stats and stuff um and at, uh you can pause the game um using the sort of freeze time um icon and then like sort of drag like draw lines of where the, you want your players to run and where you want to tap where you want to pass pull off special moves um it's amazing. It's it's brilliant. I've, I think I'm nine hours in. Um, it's by uh, the guys that did Professor Layton. It's, it shares a lot of sort of similar styling. In fact, it's got a terrible English voice in it as well. Um, so, yeah, excellent. Um, I thoroughly recommend it. Seven out of ten. Excellent. Um, and what have you been playing? Um, I have been playing I Blast Mocky 2. I, um, I don't know what that is. No. You're going to have to explain. So I was concerned that having not played I'd Last Monkey 1, uh, I'll be lost and I won't mm. be able to catch up. It's totally fine. Oh, good. Uh, so the story is there's these little creatures who look like they might just be heads. Um, and they are hanging out on their planet and then they get abducted by other aliens. Oh, and then they get dropped on a different planet. Okay. Uh, and then you've got to go and pick them up and put them all... Like, basically, you, you're given these different bombs and other apparatus and you have to blast them into a vortex so they Sounds can like angry home. birds. That's not angry. Yeah. yeah. And and in light of what you just said, yeah. I'm not going to say what I was going to say earlier. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, it is blasting uh, small things into across <laughs> the screen <laughs> at a goal. But oh, okay. th- this invented that though, didn't it? And uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and in number one, it obviously invented yeah. it, and has since come back with number two, and right. been as big as. It's it, like it's better. Uh, it uh, uh, not better. Um, it's different in that the bombs all do different things. So one will just. You just put it by them and it'll blast them. The other one you have to put on... You can put on bits of land and it'll make... So when the little alien head hits that bit of land, they'll, like, either bounce or they'll go a lot faster. Isn't that what Angry Birds has? Different yeah, types of, of No, birds. they've got different types of birds, so you're just oh. launching different oh, types of birds. <laughs> you're the angry bombs. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Uh, yeah, and you can use other stuff as well. Like, it's fine. Totally, it, it will totally take up your time. If you're if you're the developer of the, can you email Adam and say how sad no, you are it's... that you can't feed your family, but you invented the original game before Angry Birds came out? No, it's good. But do you 
just sometimes find like now there's just so many games that are like this where you just launch things across the screen and you're like, yeah, I, I'm pretty good at launching now. But they're all completely different from one another. Completely yeah. different. All bombs, valid. <laughs> etc. Uh, seven out of ten. I've been playing Quarrel this week. Oh yeah, Quarrel. What a nice word. It is a nice word. Quarrel. Um, there have been a lot of creative review intros to that game. Have there? Yeah. Really? I'm not going to do a creative one then, okay. just to spite them. Let's not quarrel over it. Whoa! <laughs> we did it. Uh, quarrel is a word game. Yep. It's a little like a boggle or scrabble or any of those things. You get given tiles and you have to spell out words, the longest words, or the most valuable words, not necessarily the longest. Whoa, 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 whoa. Have you not learned anything? You can't say it's like another game. Well, it's influenced by the, the quarrel men. <laughs> they we, made it first. We email you, yeah. Before words <laughs> exactly. were invented. <laughs> yeah. uh, so in quarrel, you fight for territory on a variety of landscapes by spelling the biggest words. Interesting. That sounds like that almost sounds like Risk. It is a bit similar <laughs> to Risk, <laughs> is it? But I think quarrel came first. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and yeah, it drags in all of these elements from other games and combine, combines them in a similar way to... And how do you make a cake? Uh, a recipe. You can't make... Ba- you can't uh, break you use eggs and, and eggs. flour. Eggs and flour and milk. And, and so all of those things existed first, but yeah. then someone combined them to make a new thing, which is cake. Delicious. In the same way as quarrel. Right. See where I'm going? Takes things like risk and quarrelling and scrabble and boggle and combines them all to make a cake a new thing a delicious video game wow that is definitely worth 7 out of 10 right and you get a free cake with it (laughs) I don't think so you should do though it's quite an interesting one uh, Quarrel though isn't it it's it's beautiful I I played it obviously I'm not going to review it because you did but Mm. um yeah, it was great, but it was originally going to be an Xbox Live game, wasn't it? It was, that's right, yeah. Uh, it was originally going to be published on XBLA. But people who have Xboxes don't know words. They don't. <laughs> I don't think that's the reason. But there was a reason, uh, now published by... Uh, who's it published by? You? UTV. Isn't UTV, it? yeah. Our friend you. Jamie, friend of the show. Friend of the show, Fots. Fots. Fotsy Jamie. Mm. <laughs> so great, uh, that is our review section. Good, went well. Um, if we accused you of plagiarism... Or if we just offended you. <laughs> Email. Email Steve at uh, what I've left. <laughs> it's 1990. I'm 13 years old. It's the summer holidays, and I've not left the house for over a week. I emerge from my room, only to retrieve snacks from the kitchen, and to empty a two-litre milk bottle full of my own urine into the toilet. My mother has stopped worrying about me, distracted as she is by the intense sexual relationship she's established with a Northern Irish painter and decorator called Jerry. He wears tinted glasses and a heavy slug-like moustache. He is in every way like an IRA soldier, except that his weapons of choice are cold, brooding silence rather than handguns, and occasional explosions of terrifying Guinness-fueled violence rather than Semtex. I'm in my room composing a short essay about why I think I'm better than my classmates at school. Item number one. My favourite pop song of the year is A Little Time by The Beautiful South. Therefore, I'm intellectually superior to my beat international preferring classmates. I'm glad all of them hate me and call me Craig McBellend. I have absolutely no interest in the outside world. If I open the curtains, what will be waiting for me? A country teetering on the brink of recession, drunk on Hofmeister Lager and Paul Gascoigne's tears. The city of Birmingham spread out before me, a study in crippled tarmac grey misery. I'm going to stay here. 
I will reject Diane Lewis Jordan's proposition that I waste an hour of my life constructing a very rubbish-looking police car out of a margarine tub and four spools of thread. I will play Speedball 2, Brutal Deluxe until midnight. Then I will find naughty programming on Channel 4. I will awake in the morning, my stomach glazed like a ham in my own semen. listening to One Life Left before this song was Craig the Rage McClellan continuing his poetry series The Twelve Ages of Craig earlier in the show you also heard Guitar Faces remix of Come As You Are by Nirvana this is I Am The Electromagnet by El Show. it's almost a Nirvana special isn't it we went from yeah that was a clever segue oh, yeah. that I wasn't going to point out Okay, we're just gonna we we're gonna um, expect our listeners to be. Well, some of the enough. listeners would understand it and I'd get like, the reference. It'd be like an in joke for them. Yeah, exactly. Right. Other ones would just say, "Hey, this is another cool piece of chip tune." Those guys. Wasn't never mind. Old recently. Yeah, it was. I think it's twenty years, isn't it? Twenty years. It is twenty years. Tribute episode of One Life Left. You only get that if you get twenty years yeah. under your belt. Who's up next? Beats International. <laughs> Good. So, we've got an added challenge this evening with our new professional Residence FM software. We have to finish exactly at 8 o'clock. Don't get this on medium wave. You don't get this on medium wave. Um, they just run to any old schedule, don't they? They do sometimes, though. Like, in the morning, the, the news uh-huh. will be on at, like, 7.33. Hey, it'll do. Pathetic. Who get, cares? Get you, Adam Rosser. Yeah. They run to a pagan calendar. He's probably responsible mm. for that. We're going to see... Yeah, so it's... Um, next month is the GMAs. The GMAs? Our nomination supplement comes out on Friday. I had to write the blurb for that. What? Did you say something nice about me? <sighs> last week... Uh, last year, we called you... Because uh, you were 20 under 20 winner. Uh, uh, 30 under 30. Could you something savant? Got rid of that because yeah. I don't think you're very savanty. We, we weren't sure what it meant. <laughs> Got rid of and it. you weren't around to ask. So, yeah. so yeah, replace that, change it a bit. Hopefully, it will garner us enough votes to win well, that. Next, next, so the supplement's out on Friday. The Friday. lobbying starts in earnest. We're going to be. I'm going to lobby in your face. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. Radio Westwood's five. going to lobby in your face. Yeah. So next week's going to be a One Life Left lobbying special. If you've got anything you want to uh, tell us about how we should lobby, you can email team at onelifeleft.com. Hopefully we'll have guests next week. Um, I was hoping that the, the, our big our big one, or what, sorry, one of our big ones, uh, was going to come in because uh, 
current number one in the uh, British movie charts. Sorry, yeah, sorry, in the UK. Movie. Spoilers. Yeah. Uh, but we will. Thank you so much. Uh, You're welcome. L- <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much to everyone for listening and to all of our contributors and musical guests as well. We will be back next week. Yes. But in the meantime, Goodbye. we have been one life left. Goodbye See you. To you. See you. Bye. <laughs>